play the first Coast to Coast Pick 5, featuring a sequence from Gulfstream Park in Florida and Santa Anita Park in California every Saturday and Sunday. Both the $1 minimum and 15% takeout are very player-friendly. Players can bet on track or online, usually listed as a separate track in your ADW. Just look for Coast to Coast Pick 5 in the drop-down. If you play on First Bet or Express Bet, you can get a free $10 bet on the Coast to Coast Pick 5 on select days to participate. Do not forget to register for the promotion. Get the Pick 5 sequence, expert analysis, free past performances, and more at InTheMoneyPodcast.com slash coast. And be sure to check the podcast we'll be doing every Saturday and Sunday for this new special bet. That URL once again in the moneypodcast.com slash coast. Also, be sure to check out our new ever-evolving harness racing content. In addition to first over with the award-winning Edison Hatter, we also have the new Harness Players podcast with fan favorites Ray Codolo and Mike Prebozzi, covering all the latest and greatest in harness racing. Hello and welcome to our final edition of the first Coast to Coast show for this season. I hope there will be a season two. As much fun as we've had doing them. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, back with you in the Brooklyn Bunker once again to talk about this uh, sequence happening on Sunday. One of our favorite bets combines uh, the high minimum, which when we have more time to talk about, we can explain how that's player friendly. And it also has a low takeout. It combines two tracks, exciting racing, been enjoying playing it all winter long. And uh, the guy we talk about this on the show, he didn't miss. I, I think he gets he gets perfect attendance. And I actually missed a weekend of these. So he he definitely gets the gold star for today. He's Jonathan Kinchin. What's up, JK? Well, I can assure you that uh, this will be the first perfect attendance uh, award I've ever gotten. Um, I just, let's just say that my attendance lady in high school and I were dear, dear friends. <laughs> I'm sensing some sarcasm in your tone there. No, Jake. she, I, no, she's actually one of my friend's moms. So like, there's a, I, I don't know how I, gra- I mean, I, she, she was a huge help. That's hysterical. What, I mean, like what you just playing hooky, like what was going yeah, on? Yeah. I just would, we used to go home and like watch Jerry Springer and like go to get lunch. And like, I just, I, 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 I put it like this. I signed up for this automotive mechanics class. It was actually like at another campus. And, and, and I, you, you can't drop classes like in college and high school, obviously. I basically dropped that class. I just, I, I went like two times and then I just never went again. Oh my God. That is so terrible. And you, and yet you graduated from the university of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, there's more stories there, I'm sure. But we got to dive into these races because we do not have a ton of time. We're going to start off at Santa Anita with their third race. And uh, I don't know. I've got a little bit of a theory in here that maybe number four Maven has finally appeared to learn something in his new barn. Um, but funny enough, his old tactics of just blitzing them might have played might play even better in this race without much speed. But maybe now he can show speed without being a maniac and uh, and gasping for air when it comes to that last furlong. I will also use the 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 two and the six in this spot, both of whom who've beaten him before as backups. But I was going to take a little bit of a shot for with Maven and uh, Ryan Hansen. A couple winners last weekend. Barn seems to be heating up. 
four with two six for me. What do you think to get this thing kicked off? Well, one thing you know, if a, if a, if a four-legged animal spends 10 starts in three years with Wesley Ward, they can probably get out of the gate a little bit. Um, and I just feel like Maven does have that advantage in here. And, and although the numbers aren't as as sexy as they were as they once were for Maven, I think there's an opportunity for him to keep kind of trending in the right direction. You get Frankie there. I think he'll pop away from there and make them kind of run him down. I, I thought Butkus was interesting too. Um, you know, he's tried the turf twice. That hasn't gone well, but he does have speed. He ran extremely well last time. Maybe Steve Knapp just kind of figured him out. I wanted to make sure I had him because I just don't necessarily trust uh, Butkus. So there's, there's, I mean, I'm sorry, Maven. So there's, uh, what do we got? Three and four. And then I thought the outside horse was the B horse that you wanted. I don't like closers and turf sprints, but I guess I like closers and turf sprints when I don't trust the The speed speed. horses. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, what number is that outside runner? Can you do the quick count there for Uh, me? Four, five, six. (laughs) Got a lot going on in the bunker today with all these shows going on. I need a little bit of extra help. Gulfstream Park, race number eight. Um, I thought this was an interesting race. The six light fury. Um, I, I like the I like this horse. Ambitiously placed first off the claim for Crichton. Um, I think the horse could get a great trip from the second flight, maybe getting the jump on the deeper closers. And I like the fact that this horse has done some of his best work on the local synth, and I think it'll be an okay price. One horse that I do not think will be an okay price, but I still want to probably use is the number nine Carruthers, who just simply seem to have the best figures and form on offer in this spot. I liked it six and nine JK and Gulfstream eight. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think Carruthers is, is the, is the a type with back-to-back wins, fast figures. Um, you know, I think it's the most likely winner. And, and, and if someone was kind of balling on a budget, I might tell them even a single here, Brooklyn strong though. Um, you know, once upon a time was a, was a, was a derby hopeful, you know, so this horse obviously had some talent has found his way to the synthetic and ran well last time beaten by Carruthers. Maybe they needed that, that race hadn't raced since October. So there was a long layoff and maybe Brooklyn strong will be a little bit sharper. So I wanted to use Carruthers and Brooklyn strong as a horses. And then I was going to use the one journeyman and the three cashier check as B horses. Nine and eight on the top line with the one and the three backing up. No respect for my light fury from JK. We'll see uh, how it plays out on Sunday afternoon as we pivot to the very next race at Gulfstream. Gulfstream Park, number nine. JK, we'll keep it with you. Oh, yeah. Oops. Um, This one. Yeah. Um, This one, I I only needed a couple. I I needed the, the Claudette Air, which is the three, and then Baby Steps, the four. Both of those, you know, there's not a whole lot of speed in here. At least there's not like blazing, blazing speed. And so what we talked about is in these situations, I just look for like early pace figures. I look who has the kind of best pace figure, final figure ratio. And for me, that was baby steps. So I thought baby steps made a lot of sense. I wanted to make sure that I had Claudette Air. They did run well last time off of a little bit of a break. Could take another step forward as a four-year-old. And then I wanted to use Golden Isle as a B, a horse that has some speed, doesn't have numbers, final numbers to make the horse an A, but, you know, drawn outside with speed, turf sprint, I wanted to use, but like I said, it it didn't have a final number that justified making the horse an A horse. I'll just use Claudette Air and Baby Steps as A's. Okay, we have the exact same three, but I went ahead and put Golden Isle on top, two angles, uh, well, three angles. Winning kind, which you always love in a spot like this. You know, it's a six of 14. 
claimed nearly every start, which tells you you've got a very sound animal, which I also really like. And then just looking at the poking around in the female family, I felt like you could make a case. Maybe that final will get better with the switch to the turf. So I was, I was willing to, at what I think the likely prices will be, give a little bit of a push to Golden Isle. But I mean, Baby Steps makes all the sense in the world. Second off the Delgado claim against a weaker group coming out of that last race as a flow upgrade. And then Claudette Air was right there with Baby Steps last time. I thought maybe had a little bit better of a trip than uh, than Baby Steps. So I had uh, the four rated above the three. So basically, I put the race seven and four as A's with the three as a B. And that will send us out to Santa Anita once again for their fifth race um, heading down the hill this time. And the horse that I came up with um, as an A was the six. What makes Sammy run? This is a graded stakes winner, been competing against better lately, has had success going down the hill. The barn is going well. A lot of things pointing in this one's direction. I did list as a B the seven Count of Amazonia, who won at this level two back, reunited now with the win rider, Frankie DeTori, and I thought looked the best finisher in this group in a race where that could come into play. JK, what are your numbers in Santa Anita's fifth? Yeah, look, this isn't a la- this is I-, I can assure you this is not a lazy all. I-, I-, I like I legitimately feel like every single one of these horses can win. Um, respect the codes. Last race from a speed figure standpoint is fast enough. Uh, there's been some some nice runs going down the hill, so you know that that's not going to be an issue. Fast Buck um, has some really fast numbers in the past. Didn't run particularly well last time but has run well. Maybe they just needed that race. Hadn't raced since July of last summer. Um, Noble Reflection makes sense for all mankind. First time Sadler, first time Pratt. Uh, this is a horse that's stakes placed in France. I mean, how do you, you know, how do you leave that one off the ticket? Um, Colthard. Uh, this is the one that I probably could have taken off just because it doesn't have a lot of early speed, but in a situation where I'm going to use all these and this horse does have some 90 type figures in the past has run well down the hill. I just felt like I had to use. And then what makes Sammy run speed count of Amazonia had to, use. I just, I, I'm singling in the last. So that allowed me to hit the all button here. All right. Fair enough. I, I, I think that's cool. So no grading, just an all no top pick that, that whole type of a deal. Yeah, I mean, this This is like, for I mean, if, if someone was going to make me single, like, I honestly would single for all mankind just because, like, there's an unknown about this horse that often, that could offer value if you didn't use anyone else. All the rest of them are kind of exposed. Like, all the rest of them don't have, like, a race that, like, their last race, I'm like, oh, damn, that horse is going to win. They just have back races where it's, oh, damn, they could win. You know, like then I'll just, you know, peep the workout report and that could really push me over the edge for for all mankind as a, as a single, but they're probably working on the dirt and they're running on the turf for a French bread horse. I mean, what, what do you expect in that situation? Not French bread. It's, it is a, uh, it's actually not French bread at all. It's into mischief, um, out of Daisy divine, but was somehow in France. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I wonder what Flaxman holdings. So, you know, they run. Oh, oh, it's a Flaxman bread. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's interesting though that they that they um they, that they presumably owned that dam and and then bred her here and then went there. It's it's an interesting journey. I'd like to hear the full story of that one. So I'm listing you with the four as the top pick, but that you're using all. That work? Yep. All right. One more race. The John Shear Stakes. Very cool to have a race name for John Shear, who I believe is still with us. This was the the centennial uh, cent, 
Centa- oh my god, I'm fra- I'm losing the word right when I need it. My mouth words let me down. Centenarian? Centenarian? What do you call a person who's 100 years old? I can't believe this is happening to me. Never happens to me. Anyway, it's a 100-year-old <laughs> who has worked in the paddock at Santa Anita forever and a beloved figure. Uh, like to see this this stakes named name for him, and hopefully he'll be he'll be on hand. Um, who do you like to get us paid in this final coast to coast pick five of the season? Yeah, I'm going to single conclude. I mean, a horse that, that can – if if the horse is the best horse on paper, turf sprinting, they're the fastest horse early on paper. They have the best rider and the best trainer in the race in terms of what they're doing, turf sprinting. Like, well, I don't what, – what else is there to – what is else there to do? Like, oh, ice cold to conclude here. All right, ice cold to conclude. To conclude this uh, episode of the show, I had a couple others I wanted to throw in there while I respect conclude, certainly – First piece I thought looked well-suited for a turn back and might get a great trip close enough to the pace, but with enough closing kick to win. Helatic, this is one that, you know, uh, trained by Ryan Hansen and uh, uh, Michelle, you, our colleague, has always liked this horse, would probably need a change of tactics today, but these connections I think might realize that. Uh, see him settling behind speed and coming running under Detori wouldn't shock me. And then, you know, conclude on the old fastest horse angle. I was going to try to get out two, five and four JK happy pressing the four to the hilt. JK really appreciate you doing all these shows. We'll get you back on soon after these Derby preps. We'll start talking about uh, the big one on the first Saturday in May. Godspeed with all your travels, my friend. I appreciate it. Good luck to everybody. All right. Good stuff from JK. We'll thank him one more time. We'll thank our friends at first especially Aiden Butler and especially, especially Peter Rotundo Jr. has been such a a great supporter of us uh, from the jump, but especially with these shows. Thanks most of all, though, to all of you for listening, making these shows so much fun to do. We appreciate the the tweets, the comments, etc. Well, by the way, speaking of comments, we're doing a little t-shirt giveaway over on our YouTube channel. If you find the video over there with Nick and myself going over the three derby preps, if you give us the three winners, and you only get one shot at this. But if you give us the three winners cold, we're going to give you something. We're going to do a little prize, like a book or a T-shirt or something exciting like that. So anyway, go over to your YouTube channel and participate in that. Otherwise, you know, you'll find tons of content at the YouTube channel in themoneypodcast.com. We'll be back with these shows at some stage. God willing, Godspeed to everybody out there. I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos.